The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hope everybody's having a great day. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today. Uh, before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, starting out with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I absolutely love and adore these Welsh things, whatever they are. <laughs> I don't have a mic up. I'm getting senile. I love and adore these Welsh things. Welches. They're delicious. What are they called? Welches. What did I say? Welsher. <laughs> They're delicious and they give you energy and I'm addicted. I have to go to Betty Ford now to kick this habit of having these delicious energy gummy bears by Welch's grape juice and grape jelly. Welch's fruit snacks. It's called Welch's food snacks. Fruit, gave... fruit, fruit snacks. Oh, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> today, oh, today he's out to bust my shoes. Anyway, I think they should give me a, a bunch of them for free now. Okay, Welch's? Now that I plug Don says her granddaughter was eating those this weekend. <laughs> oh, I love them. With chopsticks. I friggin' love them. Oh. Anyway, go, Jimmy. Go while I um, chew. So what's up, everybody? We got a great show for you guys today. Um, starting off with our first guest is going to be Alex Skolnick. He is the, the uh, guitarist for the thrash metal band Testament. And then we have Polly and Irene Stacy coming on, who uh, is a friend of ours who wrote a book called No Time to Clean. Listen to Pauline. And we have Astro sitting here, too. So it's going to be a fun show and we're going to have a good time. They say they love our shirts. OK, good. Um, oh, He's got his Michael Kors shirt on. Actually, I think I need to raise this a little bit, too. Hold on. Let me just raise this up a little bit so my head's not cut off by the sign. Okay. I think we're dark again, but that's always what I think. No, we're good. Okay. Here's here's what we look like over here. We're not dark. We're good. I'm dark. Um, so we're all good. No, it won't be once it gets corrected. See? It's not dark. All right, everybody. So we got a fun show for you today. Um uh, before we get started, so we started watching two different shows, you guys, that you guys, we really like liked a lot. And uh, one of them, we watched the whole first season on the Sci-Fi Channel. It's called Resident Alien, and it's hilarious, and you guys should watch it because the guy is so good uh, in it. And the alien looks like a lot of fun, so you guys should check out Resident Alien. And last night, we started watching Ghosts, which the episodes are only like 25 minutes long, and I guess it's based on a UK TV series about a girl who inherits like a, a house full of ghosts and it's hilarious. First three episodes, not so hot. Then it gets really good. So stick with it. The beginning is kind of corny and boring and a little stupid, kind of child, Disney childlike. But then as it gets on, it gets more mature and more interesting. So stick with it. Yeah, it's very much fun. You know, yeah. I have to get up now and get something that Sherry Nelson sent us. It was a Christmas present and it's been on Facebook, but I don't think we 
done it yet on our show. No, because it came Thursday. So forgive me as I get up and disturb everything. In the meantime, I'll say hi. and lights over. I'll say hi, hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up? Teresa Saban is in Florida. We got football player Boomer Mays. We have B. Claudia, who's Jimmy Ronster. She's in uh, Germany. We have Don Hinton from Burbank. We have Lady Lake from uh, Florida. Um, oh, I don't know who else I'm missing because it's not going fast enough now. But, yes, Ron has a new haircut, everybody. It looks really good. And uh, and here comes Ron to show you what we got for Christmas. So, hey, everybody. Glad, thanks for joining us today. We're going to have a lot of fun. All right. So Ron's going to show you. Oh, he's getting his microphone. The haircut is because of a movie I'm doing. I'm playing a scientist who has to save the world. Oh, Backpack John. What's up, Backpack John? Wait, I you're forgot him. My I know. Well, I, I forgot him. So hey, that's rude. You're very rude. You always do this every week, and then you make me look like the bad guy. Everyone out there, don't you understand how he interrupts me in the middle of something I'm saying about oh, me? Oh, and Hub Reynolds, too. Now, wait a minute. When I talk about me, he interrupts. When I talk about him, he smiles. That's not true. It is true. I'm saying hi to everybody still. Well, the reason for this hairstyle is I'm looking for a look because I don't want to look the same in every movie. I'm dyeing my hair a light brown with some gray in it because I play a scientist who works with another scientist and we have to save the world. Anyway, don't touch Sherry, it by its head. Sherry Nelson, who is the most beautiful, delicious, delightful friend of ours, ultra generous, good hearted. A wonderful spirit sent us for Christmas these this statue these dolls. We just got them, and it's of Jimmy and I. I have difficulty with my hand. Hang on, Jimmy. You want to hold it? I don't uh... because I have a bad wrist. Look at that. That's Jimmy and I in kung fu underwear, like you know uh, g strings. What do you call them? Thongs. Are they not delicious and and fun? Look how fun they are. Absolutely. Hang on, they can no, they can't see it there. They see it, see it there. See, and they look like us. They look just like us. Actually, I look better in the doll than I do in real life, so I'll take it. <clears throat> I'm not saying anything. Um, but we look good. So put this over there though, because you got to put it down. I don't have a place. So thank you, head. Sherry. Uh Please. Sherry Nelson. And I made a mistake. Dawn lives in Bakersfield, not Burbank. So uh yes, she's a super talented uh, artist, whoever made it, and we loved it. And uh Roxy's in the chat room too, so hello, Roxy and it was fun you guys so we like enjoyed it we've had a pretty fun week because we found something to watch on tv and we got the new dolls in so everything is good and fun and we're enjoying it and astro uh they're all saying hi to astro and astro says hi too and don wants to show you ron's going to show you don he got a new watch for christmas from uh okay, okay, don't tell the story. okay. donald trump sent me a solid gold oh, wristwatch yeah. and it's a fillet patat whatever, whatever the fuck it is and uh he, he wrote in the note, thank you so much. Uh, when I become president, I would like you to be up my vice president. Yeah, right. So I wrote a letter back. Appreciate your watch, but I declined the offer, Mr. Trump. Anyway, now tell the see truth. now, if you believe that, you believe whatever the media says, right? Media lies like crazy, just like I lied. The wristwatch did not come from Donald Trump. Of course not. I don't even, I met him, but I don't know him. The wristwatch came from my very dear best friend, my gorgeous, wonderful friend I love, Eileen Shapiro, better known as 38 Triple D. Uh, she sent this wristwatch to me, <clears throat> and it's by Jeffrey Bean, and it's a lovely wristwatch. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's beautiful. So this is to be added to my collection. 
She gave me a wristwatch a couple of years ago, and that one was a what? Michael Kors. Michael Kors. So I'm getting all of the nowadays designers to mix in with all the old designers of years ago. There you go. But how'd you like that little Donald Trump joke? <laughs> you see how people believe crap just because we're on the air and we have some sort of fame. Everybody thinks that what we say is true. In my case, it is. I never lie. I hate liars. I tell it like it is. That's why I get in so much trouble. But I don't mind getting into trouble because it's honest trouble. So don't believe everything you hear from the media, everything you read on Facebook and think for yourself. And think to yourself, is the world a better place now than it was four or five years ago, three years ago, last year? Think about it. If it is not the world that you want to live in anymore because it's dangerous, it's expensive, then change it. And only you can do that. You got to like love it. So real quick, we're going to get some of our commercials out of the way. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. First, of all, I want to thank everybody who enjoyed last week's show because the show is doing phenomenally well. I think we're over 4 million plays, um, so it's really cool. So thanks. I'm glad you guys enjoyed our two guests. Um, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show weekly. We're on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And uh, the videos go up a couple days later, um, so you can see them on YouTube. And I'm trying to get them on Instagram, but they only let me put some of them on there. But the James Jude Courtney one is on my Instagram, so... Uh, that's kind of like fun, but it wouldn't let me put the Danny Pentaro one on. I don't know what, why, but, uh, it wouldn't let me do it. So I'm working on it. And if anybody knows how to get like long videos on Instagram now, cause they've changed everything. The reason let me Instagram know. didn't let you do it is because Instagram is owned by the communist publication of Facebook. Facebook has absolutely stopped people from writing whatever they want. You can only write what's conducive to the Democrats. And of course to, um, Facebook. Period. I know, but that's not it for because Instagram doesn't let me put anything on there, like any videos. It's only let me put one up for like, I don't know. I used to be able to put everything up. Now I can't put any of them hardly up. I think only one of the shows in the last like four months have been able to go up. And that was the one with James Jude Courtney. So it was funny. And yes, Danny was super sweet. Everybody like loves it. Um, oh, and Teresa Saban said her printer is peeps love Danny, too. So, yeah, he was really cool. He's a lot of fun. You guys should follow him. Uh, I really enjoyed having him. Uh, on the show and interacting with him on social media. He's a lot of fun. And I'm working on guests for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we had some great substitutions this week because we did have two other people scheduled and one got COVID and one had an accident and has back surgery. So we had to change our, our guest uh, yesterday. <laughs> and we're happy to have such phenomenal guests coming in and filling in for us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Are you going to keep eating those things? Call Betty Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I need to be put into Betty Ford to have this, this habit kicked. You know, if you like, they I'm don't addicted. have a lot of sugar if you only eat like a bag of them, oh, but honey, you eat I'm the a, whole box and you're just eating like a box I of cookies. A, <laughs> I am so addicted to them. They are so, whatever poison they put in here appeals to everyone's palate. That's why they sell it because it's probably got more chemicals and garbage in it to make you love them. And I do. That's so hilarious. Uh, I think that's fun. Uh, oh, Hub says he likes them too because they're easy on the teeth. Yes, they are easy on the teeth. And Hub, how are you? I you sent a picture of your farm in the snow the other day to my Facebook. It was beautiful. So congratulations. I'm glad you have a beautiful place to live, and it's fabulous. So good for you. And um, 
Uh, what else? I don't know. But you, you had to quit eating because like the whole eating thing wrecks the whole like this is the time you're supposed to talk and you're I got like a minute left and you haven't talked. I want our viewers to see that without me, the show is nothing. Oh, well, if I know I have to talk, that's one thing I would prepare. But you always prepare and tell me to be quiet. So hub, you need a girl. You got to have a nice lady to warm up in that log cabin with a fire on a bearskin rug. The both of you naked drinking wine and the snow is coming down and you've got Johnny Mantis playing chances are or something on the Victrola Victrola <laughs> stereo. What's a Victrola? Victrola is what a stereo used to be. Okay. What do they call them nowadays? On your CD, on your pod, on your whatever the hell. Well, now you stream music, so it'd be like on your Spotify or something. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. I'm in love with my can whatever is it considered a candy? What is it? They're fruit. It's dry fruit. I know it's like candy fruit or something. I don't know what it is. I knew a dry fruit in Palm Springs. He was a nice guy. Yeah. That's like funny as shit. Anyway, I have nothing much to say that's positive, unfortunately. That lady thrown under the subway in New York still has me devastated. The loss of a very good friend of mine in New Hope. Uh, he was a witch, a white witch, and he had a little witch store in New Hope, the little quaint town of New Hope. And I'm sure you know it. It was called Mystical Theme or Mystical Time, spelt with time like the, the herb. His name was Eric Lee. He passed away at 58 years old from a heart attack, which is devastating because he's so young and he was so brilliant. And he was one of the most interesting, kindest, funniest, good-looking, terrific person. And I'm sorry that when I go back to Pennsylvania and I go to New Hope to visit friends, Eric won't be there. So uh, so I'm sad about that. I'm sad about the lady under the subway. I'm sad about the young 20-year-old beautiful girl who was at work in the furniture store and a homeless nut walked in and stabbed her to death. I'm tired of it. We've got to stop this, people. We've got to get together and say, yes, let's help the homeless get the hell off the street and stop killing us. Otherwise, what's going to be? The world is turning into garbage. What's with our administration, our government, our president, our vice president, our senators, our mayors, our governors? Don't you care about us? We pay taxes. We pay your salaries. We keep you living well, very well, in multimillion-dollar homes while the homeless live in the street in garbage pails. Anyway, I'm a little under the weather about what's going on in the country. Also, covid now I heard that a bunch of scientists got together and all over the world and Fauci refused to be a part of it. Why? I don't know. And they said that the masks really don't work. The masks really do not stop the COVID virus from entering your body. In fact, it may incubate in that mask and become stronger because of the, your warm breath. So who do you believe? I mean, I'm just so disconcerted with all of it. It's just, who do you believe in? Stop giving me the move along sign. You wanted me to talk. I'm talking. I know, but you ran out of time because now we have guests here. Because, like, you ate, you ate for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, today? Yeah, please, everybody out there, send a dollar. I need 3,000 bucks so I can get a divorce. That's hilarious. So we're going to 3,000 bucks to divorce this creature. We're going to bring on our first guest, you guys. I have a new nickname for him. I have a new name for him. And his name is Queen Intella. Yeah, Queen Intella. That's fine. No rush hub when looking at it will happen. Okay, when it's supposed to happen. There you go. All right, let's go or ahead, Tutti, Roxy. Or Tutti Fruity. Let's bring him in, or, Roxy. Or Maria Kong. Hey, mm -hmm. Alex, what's up? 
Hey Alex. guys, what's up, oh, Jimmy? Good. Alex, don't hey, don't don't be good. nice to Jimmy. He's not nice to me. I'm always okay. nice to him. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. All right, Jimmy's got the. We can hear you really good. As they say, Jimmy's got the rag on. No, he doesn't. That's what they used to say years ago, but nobody. Women don't use rags anymore. I think the expression was on the rag, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <what is> <laughs> another era. <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Hey, baby, how are you? Super you, musician, you look good. Super musician Alex Skolnick. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you, you look like you might be able to play an instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all so it's all about you, the look. You know, what do you think that. you what do you think you know how to play? Look at all the guitars behind him. Oh, I, I play uh I didn't ask you, Mary. I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate him today. Divorce time. Wanna lend me some money so I could divorce this freak? <laughs> I need three grand. <laughs> that I can't help you with. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, so you play a guitar. Do you play it well? Are you in lessons still? Uh well, I think you you're always learning, no matter what your level, but uh I people that I respect a lot in music seem to think I play it very well. So. Who do you think is the best guitarist ever in history? Ever in history? I mean, that's that's very tough. Uh, no, it's not. I I know the name. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, they're so different. I would the first one I would pick is probably Django Reinhardt. Who? Django Reinhardt. Django no, Reinhardt. I not, no, I was thinking of somebody more popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Django. Ringo, Hang on, wait, wait, because you're, you're going too fast. First of all, so you met Ron. This is Ron. Hi, Ron. Uh, this is Astro, our dog. Hi, Astro. Oh, we, have a, we have a chat room full, full of people, so please say hi to everybody lick, in the he's chat licking, room. He's hey, what's up, chat room? Thanks for the nice people. My dog nice is compliment, licking. Teresa. That's appreciated. Oh, yes. wait, my, fabulous. my dog is licking the wrist that I injured. A dog's yeah. smart. He knows that I'm no, in pain. Oh, yeah, I, I fractured my wrist. I'm out of cast now for the show, but he knows that it's swollen and it's hurting. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing how dogs know more than we do. I bet you my dog could play the guitar better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Hold well, on. It would sound no, better really, to dogs, probably. The, the guy that I was thinking of, and I can't even remember his name, Chet Atkins. Oh, yeah. Well, sir, one of the best. I love Chet's guitar. Uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix, one of the more current ones we lost recently, unfortunately, Eddie right. Van Halen. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but Chet Atkins, he had a, his his guitar spoke to you. It, it, it didn't play music, it played words, if you understand what I mean, which you do. Yeah, absolutely. I would say the same about Jeff Beck. And a lot of my favorite yes. guitarists consider him the best living guitarist. Well, you're not exactly uh, chop liver either. Now, hold on. I mean, I'm going to oh, jump in here. I'm jumping in here. Hold on. I make, I make a living at it. Because people have to know who he is. Some people don't Wait know who minute. he is. Wait a minute. We're giving the build up. I know. I'm Stop giving it. Stop it. Oh, I hate him today. All right. So today, you guys. So you know. I, just, please let me talk. No, you I You guys, know. Alex Skolnick is the, oh. is, the lead, is the lead guitarist for the thrash metal band Testament. Yeah. Um, uh, he's also got the Alex Skolnick trio. He was in Trans-Siberian Orchestra. He's been all over the place. And just when we're talking about the greatest guitarists. Guitar World Magazine has named him one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Of course. So that's Alex Skolnick on the there. show. But Did you know that uh, Jimmy won an award as the prima ballerina in Boys Will Be Girls? <laughs> yeah, right. I know now. <laughs> oh, he dances in toe shoes. You and you guys, also you guys. He's got pink toe shoes. What would I do without that information? I have no Yeah, idea. and he wears a tutu around the house in yeah. pink toe shoes while he does. Without, okay. with, and besides. he sings the song, fairy dust, fairy dust, fairy so besides, dust. Besides, all right, besides, now I need to hear him sing it. 
Besides being one of the greatest guitarists of all time, he's pro- arguably probably the best thrash metal guitarist in the world, you guys. So like, I, he, I don't, like, I don't know where these quotes come from. I, I'm, I'm humble. I'm modest, I, go- I Google it. Nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> never, be, never be humble. That's what. <laughs> no, no, no. If you earn it, wear it. Right, or if you honestly earned the title, wear wear it. Or in the Mel Brooks, the producers, if you've got it, flaunt it, baby. No, no, I don't say flaunt it. Flaunting is a little evil. You know, (laughs) if if somebody else doesn't play as good as you do, but (laughs) but humble is not what you should be. You've earned the title, and you should wear the title. Okay, well, my motivational lesson. How many how many years did it take you to get here to get that title? Um, I don't know if you know if it's an official title or whatever, but I would. It was definitely about I don't know at least twenty years of playing. Okay, twenty years of hard work, baby. You earned it. Wear it. All right. Good to That's know. I'm not nothing more to say because Maria Cohn over here is going to interrupt me. That's his name, Maria Cohn. Put Maria together, Cohn. it's Maria Cohn. Yeah. Maria so, Cohn. so real quick, Alex. I know what that means. Yeah. Maria Cohn. So, <laughs> Maria Cohn. So, Alex, our engineer, her name is Roxy, and she has a show. Yeah. I think it's on Sunday nights that the, the interviews like musicians and stuff. And she told me how excited she was that you were like coming on the phone, on the show. So just say hi to Roxy. For hey, us. Roxy. Yeah. Um, now talk to, talk to me. I'm old. I'm 81 years old. I don't know from the music today. Yeah. I hate rap. I think it's disgraceful. Okay. It's not even singing. It's some kind of distortion. I have now, a rap song. I what do you, I don't care. <laughs> I'm honest. It's true. Honest. <laughs> what do you call trash rock? Trash metal. But thrash tr- tr- with a, with an H. Oh, it's not trash as in garbage. No, trash. although uh, critics used to call it that when it first came about in the mid. What is, what is it? Mick, we're going to the Viper Room. In a couple of weeks. No, we're not. Well, we're not going. We were going to the Viper <laughs> Room in a couple of weeks because we. I was in a movie and we're having our uh, cast party, and nice. it was going to be because Noah's playing. Do you know who Noah is? No. From Revolution. From no. Revolution. They're anyway. psych rock. No. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I don't even know what the hell psych rock is. Trash rock. Thrash. <laughs> thrash metal. I mean, it's, it's you know I I know Peggy Lee, Johnny Mantis, Doris Day, Vaughn Monroe. Ella Fitzgerald, Billy Holiday. Those are the people I know. Yeah, I know them too, but uh, yeah, there's there's other artists since then. So. Now, am I going to like your music or do I stuff Probably, my ear with toilet paper when I hear you? It depends who you hear me with. Because um, I, I do thrash metal. That's kind of what I'm most known for. Well, what is that? What is it? But it's very fast, loud rock and roll. I don't think you'd like that. But I also... <laughs> I played. I also play with jazz artists. I, I jazz guitarists. Okay, as you can see. now you. Now I think in... you might like some of that. Stuff. Oh yes, I would. My yes, trio, you... the Alstom trio, is. Oh jazz yes. Trio. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. And I you would a... like Trans Siberian Orchestra. I am a jazz freak. Um, I love jazz. I've been, okay. I've been... Great. Yeah. So if I had, yeah, I would love to be to that. The other, no, I'm not interested. But that jazz thing, yeah, definitely. Yeah, That's, I just. You have to have a lot of talent, you know, to play jazz. That other music, you just bang it around a lot. Nobody can hear it. They don't even know if you made a mistake. But right. in, but in jazz, no. But when That's you play, often true. No, when you play jazz, we hear, we know, we're educated. We know if you're not good or bad. You're okay. bad. I um, I used to go to the baked potato. In oh, the, I played there. Oh, you did. Well, I yeah. used to. Go, I'm, I, I'm playing I, there soon. 
I used I to go announce. there to yeah. listen to my friends, and my friend was the fabulous drummer Earl mm-hmm. Earl Palmer, mm-hmm. who was a friend of mine, and I used to go there to listen to those fellas, uh-huh. and it was the best evening. I I would go weekly. The baked potato is still there, Jimmy. I've got to bring you to the baked potato. It's still there. It, it's like the best. You you have to be good to play there. It's a I'm jam. I'm playing there uh, February twelfth. Okay, we're there. We're there. Okay, Jimmy. that'd be great. Yeah, we'd love to. Where do you live, though? You don't live in California, do you? No, no I live in New York. I'm Good from for you. California originally. Yeah, I wrote that down. You're from Berkeley. I'm from Berkeley. And I'm yeah. from New York, and I live in California. Yeah, Why? I know. I know, know so many switch? people that. You want to switch? Yeah, no, I'm happy where I am. No, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather be where you are than here. But yeah. no, seriously, we are there. That'd be I'm great. A, I don't pay at the door because I write about you, so you have to comp me. <laughs> We can make that happen. No, I learned that from Mr. Blackwell. Mr. Blackwell was my very dearest friend. He said, Ron, you're the media. And if people invite you to an event, don't you dare pay. You don't have to pay to write about them. You're giving them free press. Therefore, they should be courteous enough to comp you. That's for all of you out there listening. So I I, I want to go back so because I want to talk I want to talk about testament because okay. uh, I've met Chuck Billy um, oh. I met Eric um, did you say Chuck Barry no, no Chuck Billy that's oh, Chuck the, Billy. the singer for Testament oh, I'd love to meet okay. him. Um, everybody everybody in the chat room is like big Testament fans and um, could we um, play some of his music we're gonna too? play a clip of it in a minute but I want to like Thank ask you. I have questions I want to like ask because because I want to know what did your parents think because your parents I read online and maybe this isn't true that but basically your parents are like brainiacs they both went yeah. to Yale they went yep. to Yale and you're like the yep. you know rock star musician but when you said hey I'm gonna like be a musician like how were your Yaleite parents with that uh, didn't go, it didn't go over well uh, <laughs> yeah. they're like Highly advanced degrees, very deep level academics. Yeah, we're talking okay, listen, sociology we, and psychology. Before we wander away, give me the date that you will be at the baked potato. February twelfth. Okay. No, I didn't ask you. What are you a okay. fucking marionette? He's like a he's like a ventriloquist. I'm I will be Yeah, I'll be at the baked potato with a great band, uh Stuart Ham. Stu Ham, he's a great bass player. And uh, we have Andrea Witt on pedal steel and violin. Oh, and Joel Taylor on drums. These are it's, it's instrumental. These are some of my favorite instrumentalists in the world. It's an honor to play with them. And we played there. We played at the Big Potato uh, last, last November, and we're coming okay, back. Okay, now let's talk about the date at the Big uh, Potato. February twelfth. February twelfth. At yeah. what time? What time do you go on? I believe we go on at eight o'clock. Okay. What is the cover? Because everybody has to know this. People today don't have much money because of COVID. That's right. So what's the cover? What's it going to cost somebody to go to you to hear your wonderful stuff? That's a good question. I think it's about, I think it's, I'm going to guess and say it's $20, but I'm not sure. It may be 30. 30. I know it's not more than 30. Well, and what do you get? What do you get for 30 to drink men? Yeah, I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay, so you get two drinks for thirty bucks. That's fifteen bucks a martini, which is everywhere, folks. But you don't get to hear this guy with his incredible music. It better be incredible. I'm sticking yeah. my neck out because if it stinks, people are yeah. gonna say, "Hey, Russell, what the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. I don't think you're gonna like the uh, thrash metal that he's gonna play, 
No, you never know. I have, I, have weird, I have weird taste. You yeah, know? Right. I think you'll like the, the music that I'm playing at the Big Potato. And I do a lot of that, that music, too. So, yeah, you know, I he do likes, many different types of music. He likes, what's it, In the Vida Gadevada or whatever. Oh, that was called. Yeah, of he course. loves that. That, that, <laughs> that, that. That's my youth, my from when I was a hippie. What do you get? I was, I, hanging, out, yeah, I I was ha hanging out in Hollywood. I used to hang out up at the, uh, the, the corral. Up in uh, Topanga Canyon, remember the corral, uh, the nightclub, the bar, whatever we want to call it. I right. was, I hung out with the best in those days. Are you kidding? Classic Mama California. Cass, I knew Mama Cass. Wow. Oh yeah, I knew all the uh, all the big, uh, not all of them, but I, uh, a lot of the big uh, stars of our day. I, I oh, uh, uh, what's her name? Who I love? Uh, Johnny Gyps Mathis, the is one who no, sings oh, Gypsy. Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks who's a oh, doll. Yeah. I love Stevie Nicks. She was the yeah. nicest uh, little teeny cutie pie in the world when she was a young so wait, girl. Okay, let's go back though, because oh, you, you interrupted the question. No, so, now you can do. I so the thing, to we're gonna. Go uh, so 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 now what? Did, now af after you joined Testament and then you became a big rock star, then your parents kind of like were okay with it, or how did that whole? Because this is like a big thing for I think a lot of people who want to pursue music whose parents would never want them to. You know, it actually worked out really great for you. Congratulations! I'm very. You know, happy, but how, how? What did they think once you became like this huge rock star selling out arenas? Well, it made me try harder because <laughs> I knew they didn't want me to play. So I really had something to prove. And uh, I think, yeah, once we were playing large venues, uh, they they said, "Okay, well, he's making a living." You know, okay, <laughs> he's making a living. I'm a That's kind of all the kind. Of, they didn't get the music, but then. As I did more, I got into my instrumental side and jazz guitar. I eventually went back to school for jazz at the new school in New York. And um, they like that music. They like my trio. Uh, that's like good. Because they're old, they're like old like me. At the, you know, when they, they like stuff like that. I love it. I have, yeah, they did come to concerts. Yeah, I have, that's good. I have two daughters, and I would never ever have discouraged them if they had music in them. I think it's a given talent. It's sent to us from God knows where because some people can't do it and some people are wonderful at it. Mm -hmm. And I would never discourage music in a child. Never, ever, Yeah, ever. good. And good everyone guys. out there, don't you dare do it. If you have a child that's musical, Let don't him. say you have to be a doctor because right. when you're dead, he's going to be alive and he don't want right. to be a doctor. That's right. <laughs> That's funny. And you started when you were 18, right? Is what I read on Wikipedia that you'd like join Testament uh, at 18. I joined Testament at 16. Oh, wow. Wow. You yeah. must have been worn out by 18. I bet yeah, you. Your penis got your penis got smaller because it was it was worn away. Remember yeah. those days the chicks used to throw their panties and bras on the stage? Yeah, we were that kind of band, really. <laughs> no, I, I remember that. I think Unfor it was unfortunately. No, we I, I I think it was put on. I think very male audiences back in those days for uh, heavy for, metal music. For heavy metal. No, but yes. I think the the uh, the club uh, gave them the panties and stuff to throw up there. It was part of the oh, act. Could be. Could I be. think so because I know a lot of rockers that said no, we never banged yeah. those chicks. They were they were staged, anyway, but you well, did but you did bang a lot of those chicks because those <laughs> I, oh, I remember <laughs> those girls. If you were look what he looks like, could you imagine him at eighteen? He must have been hot, drop dead, and fabulous. I also those, didn't know how to talk to him back then. You, didn't, you know what? You didn't have to talk to them. Just unzip. If it's, unzip if it's nice, they'll do it. They're not looking to talk. 
just yeah. zip it out. You got to say I, something. At least. Yeah, no, just to, say. Yeah, I couldn't even look at it. I was can. terrified of women. Faster no, or slower. I, or, or, or simply say, right. boy, you're good. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Those were wild days. Anyway. You, don't you love and miss those days? They were uh, wild. They were wild. Come on. I mean, they were different for different people, you know. So it was. I I like be I like being older and more wiser, experienced. But uh, anyway, but to answer your question, yeah, I started playing at ten, joined the band at sixteen, first recording at eighteen, and uh, did five albums with the first wave of the group from uh, 1987 to 1992. And then by the end of the 90s, I was in New York uh, studying jazz guitar and eventually playing jazz guitar with my trio, but then joining Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And then Testament reunited a few years later, and we've been going ever since in a second uh, wave for Resurrection. Where did, where did you play in New York? What oh, all over. I just played last weekend at the 55 bar. I don't know if you know it. That's like the baked potato of of New York. You mean below 54? No. Uh, 50. It's on 55 Christopher Street. Oh, okay. I don't know. And that. It, yeah, it's a. It's got some history too. It's been around since it, the 70s. It used to be. It used to be a drag theater years ago. There's a drag theater next door. That's next still door. There. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I play there. There's a place called the Iridium where Les Paul used to play. Um, I am playing. I was actually supposed to play there tonight. Uh, they moved the show because of COVID. How sad is that? Yeah. So I'm playing. I'm playing there March 9th. So, wow. so you're working. That's what's important. So, and you yeah. don't care I about. Am, I you am don't working. care about COVID. I mean, you're working without a mask, obviously. Do you have any fears about it? You know, they said the mask doesn't do any damn bit of good. So really, who needs well, a mask? I, it depends who 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 says that and. Uh, I've, so, I've scientists, scientists in Europe got together, a bunch of them, and they all came out with these new findings. Right. And one said the mask absolutely does not stop the COVID from entering the body. But there's lots of you scientists. Need to have a, you need to have a glass dome over your head to prevent it from going in. But the fabric I, will, will, will incubate it. I think that's right, but I think it, it's, it does, it's supposed to prevent it from leaving the body. Yeah, if, if you spit when you speak. Yeah, Actually, so no, you do I, it for other people. You don't really do it for you're yourself. not doing it for your self protection. Yeah. Exactly, you're doing it for others. So real That's quick, exactly we're gonna right. play. We're gonna play a, a clip uh, of Night of the Witch, and the reason we're playing only a clip, just so you know, Alex. I like the title. Uh, of Night number of one, the Witch. all your songs are really long, and number two, we have a problem playing stuff, uh, videos off of YouTube because mm. sometimes we get shut down. Uh, by like the different record companies and stuff so i tried to pick something you know it was uploaded by nuclear blast so i'm hoping that we're going to be okay we're going to play a clip just so everybody gets to hear what you sound like so if we get and, cut uh, off don't we think won't we get didn't, cut off no, don't we think won't. we didn't like you. no we're going to be fine <laughs> so this is testaments night of the witch roxy picked out like a little clip of it just so people can hear it but i don't get to know what it says like everybody in the chat room already knows what it sounds like because they're all big fans um but this will give ron a chance to hear it and uh so just, actually and so I'll, be on, I'll be honest i won't i won't blow smoke up your ass if it's not real oh wait hang on what was how much of it are you gonna play because the part where you really hear me is in the middle the the guitar solo so oh i don't know about that part well that's okay. where the music we can ask crappy, actually right? we'll play whatever we're playing and then yeah, maybe just so you we'll... know because otherwise yeah you might play them hard and it's 
doesn't you can't really tell it's me. So, so really, what we'll do? So, we, so what? I'm, we'll, I'm more what, known for the solos. So when the, the when the song gets spoiled, that's where you are, right? Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, depending <laughs> on your point of view, yeah. Hey, no, no, I can't wait. Play it. So play hold it. on. Hey, Roxy, Shut maybe then. Hang on, Roxy. Maybe after we play the clip, you can like find the clip where he plays and, and let us know if you can find the middle part where with the guitar solo, and well, that way we'll play that too. Yeah. I'll have the audio ready. So we'll, okay. we'll do if part of the video. If you can find something. If you could find something he's doing in jazz, I'd love to hear a little bit of his jazz playing. Um, anyway, let's There's go back to this, online. though. Yep. Uh, so this is well, it. So well, you know, as I said, we're not communists are taking over our country, in case you didn't know it. We have no more freedoms, no more freedom yep. of speech, press, or freedom of music. So let's go. They dictate everything now. They take you off. They don't give a shit. Let's go. No, that has to do with rights, of music yeah. rights. But anyway, yes, so right. you guys, this is a part of Testament's Night of the Witch. When it's and his, listen, when it's his music and he gives the permission what and we're saying? selling it for him, it's not about rights. Yeah. <laughs> of course, they got to be stupid. In the head Alex, do us hinder, a little fun intro. Sale of give, us a, give us a little uh, intro. You're very chatty and talky today, aren't you? What'd you take speed? No, I mean? Alex, give us a little intro for it, and then Roxy's going to play it, and we'll come back. Just don't go anywhere. Just stay right there. Okay. This is a, a single from Testament's last record, Titans of Creation. The song is called Night of the Witch. I love the title. Okay, here's the scoop. This is not new music. <laughs> I've heard this when I was a young guy, a hippie. Yeah. It sounds like uh, I can't think of who right now. The guy with the with the snake. Alice Cooper. Cooper, that kind of it's good. Or, or the other. Okay, guy. that's cool. Yeah, it's that's good. A great it's, it's not weird or trash. Whatever. I didn't you call say it. it was thrash. No, they call it thrash. Whatever the fuck it's called. It was, <laughs> I, I liked it. It's got a, a movement. It's good. I mean, I, I wouldn't buy it because it's not my kind of music, but I suggest everybody else out there to buy it if you like this kind of music. It was It's good for what it is. That's the, that's Thank you. The also, a lot of it sounds very different. There are very different sounds. No, I, li I like the da-da-da-da-da-dum-dum-dum-da-da-da-da-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-d
I like that kind of music. It sounds like in the God of the Vita. He's right. Okay. It almost has that, uh, uh, which I love very much. Uh, what's his name? Put on the red height. Put on your red shoes. What was his name? David Bowie. David Bowie. I love David Bowie. And David Bowie had that sound also at times with that. I like that. True. So I, surpri I surprise you. I thought I was going to say it stinks, but it doesn't. So hang on, because Roxy said she has uh, the guitar solo ready by audio. So okay. she's going she's gonna to play us uh, the guitar solo. Hopefully it's the right one. So everybody, this is the same song, but this is the guitar Night of the Witch by Testament, and this is Alex's solo. Go oh, for this, it, Roxy. This is good. Not a guitar. It's, it's good. You, you That's can freaking it. awesome. Listen, two, or two or three more lessons, you might win an award. <laughs> Thanks for playing that. It. No, I like that. That's that I like better. That was freaking awesome. I enjoyed that better than the song. Yeah, well, there you can really hear what I do. So I got to, you know, full disclosure, that song I didn't have a whole lot to do with. It's an, you, I probably would have picked another one. There are other songs that I've written or co-written. Yeah, but you made that. I wasn't that... part of that one. I think they did, you know, it's a, it's a good song, but, yeah, but you the solo, that... you can really hear what I do. So. You, Absolutely. You it was that, fabulous. You made that guitar sing. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. Oh, no, I like love this. Are so you I going to play stuff like that when we come? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. at the baked potato? No, no. Um, Just jazz. I mean, different blues. It'll be like the same thing. But, oh, you know, blues! I love that blues, too. Philly holiday punk, kind jazz, of stuff. rock. Hey, yeah, the hey, guys Roxy. Playing with are great. I hey, Roxy, that. see if you can find something from the Alex Skolnick trio that we could like play while we have. Oh, wait on. a minute! I wanted to say, everyone, join us. Come and meet Jimmy and I, and this guy that's you know learning how to play the guitar. Come, come <laughs> to his show. And you'll meet us. And it's on Ventura Boulevard. And it's in uh, Burbank, is it? Or oh, we're still in Hollywood. Studio City. Studio City, folks. Ventura Boulevard, Studio City, The Baked Potato. It's a fabulous jazz club. It's got atmosphere. It's been around for about 40 or 50 years. So yeah, it's certainly amazing. not a fly-by-night place. I would suggest that you come in here. This guy's great music. Get to meet him. Bring along whatever you want, and he'll sign it for free. <laughs> you know, some people charge to sign things, but you'll sign autographs for free, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So come get an autograph from this fella. And it's uh, and it's not Ventura Boulevard. It's Cahuenga Boulevard. No, it's I no, it's Ventura Boulevard, isn't it? Cahuenga. I thought it was opposite. I thought it was opposite Marshalls. Uh, the Big Potato Three. Did, did they move it? Uh, maybe they're in they're in Studio City. It used to be right across the street from Marshall's on Ventura how, Boulevard. The how long ago was that? 40 years ago. Okay. <laughs> it moved. Oh, so it's not the original baked potato. It must have I moved, used... yeah. It's it's the baked potato. They serve potatoes. You know what? It was down from the gay bar, Oil Can Harry. Okay. It wasn't I... far from Oil Can Harry's. Well, now it's the someplace and else. And I think oil, oil can Harry's closed also. Now it's on Kawanga, you guys. Yep. We'll have we'll Sorry. tell everybody the we'll tell everybody the address next time. Um, so I wrote down that your influences were Eddie Van Halen, Jimi Hendrix, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Johnny Winter, Randy Rhodes. 
Michael Schenker kissed the scorpions and in how do you say Ingve Malmstein? I don't Yngwie know. Ingve Malmstein. Yeah. Um, Definitely the first half of my playing. What am I thinking? Yes. Ventura what am I saying, Ventura Boulevard? I think I'm having a stroke. Uh, I know what Marshalls is on what? What why don't I remember don't the name? Don't worry about it right now because no, we're I talking about to, other because, shit. I, I, because I'm having a, a stroke right on the air. <laughs> yeah. Um that is Ventura. And then you took and then you were yeah. a student of Joe Satriani. Yes. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like, so how did that even happen? Well, nobody knew who he was. He was in uh, he was teaching in Berkeley. I grew up in Berkeley and I took lessons from a couple other local guitar players, both guys who were like the best on the block. And uh, after a year or so, I got to the point where I felt like I wanted to study with their teacher. And I knew they had studied with this mysterious character named Joe. And all I knew about him was he had he was Italian and he came from the East Coast and he was very serious. He was well known for uh, not taking any crap. From so students. he was mafia. He was mafia. No, he, he, he was guitar mafia. No. Yeah, cut cut right to the chase. No, he was like uh, he had the discipline of, say, a classical of, piano. Of the mafia. Yeah. Okay, listen, I want to get personal because our, our viewers want to know shit about you. They don't know what do they want to know. They want to know, are you gay, straight, married, single? What are you looking for? And what kind of girl do you like? <laughs> <laughs> straight, the was divorced. What, ki what kind of girl do you are you looking for? Um, I I have one, so I'm actually not looking. Okay, so you're not available. So, Sorry, I'm ladies. Not available. Right. Ladies, turn your vibrators off. He's taken. <laughs> And she gets okay. very jealous too. So jealous. <laughs> oh, oh well, she's, you know, you're kind of hot looking. So why yeah. wouldn't she? She, she yeah. hot. She she's hot. Be, yeah. And she's, she's very. And she's very she's shy. Yeah. And she's no, way. She's, she's way an younger. architect. And oh, she's wow. way younger than you are. But she's 25 like that. Uh no, but she's about. Yeah, she's about 10 oh. years younger than me. So. Oh okay, so she's not Good a kid. For you. No. You didn't. You didn't get a groupie. No, no. I'm, not if she's. So an you're going to marry this woman? Are you going to marry her or just waste her time? Well, we're we're both divorced and we're both we're you know neither of us are excited about marriage. We both had not great experiences with marriage, so we'll see. I, mean, I, don't, I I was married twice and I'm married a third time. I may get divorced this creep, but you know if he doesn't <laughs> stop being nasty to me on the show is mean. But um I I believe in marriage. It does something. It it, it is a bond. Mm -hmm. I, I believe in it. You know, it's a stupid piece of paper, but the paper means something. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. But you're a we'll nice see. fella and you're growing up now. You're not a dope addict jerky kid anymore. Right. So you're an established man who's successful. Yeah, never was a dope addict. Luckily. And I think that you'd make a very nice husband. I'm going to have to go. Is she going to be there next week when you play? Uh, no, unfortunately. She is. Oh, too bad. Otherwise, I have a there. chat with her. Yeah, <laughs> a fatherly, an Italian fatherly yeah. chat. All right, I yeah, say to her, don't let him use maybe you. Don't let him use you. He's got to marry <laughs> you, otherwise he's going to throw you away. He's going to yeah, use yeah. you, and when he's done with you, you're yeah. finished. You got nothing. What? Maybe pregnant? God yeah. forbid. You got to marry him. Maybe she's yeah. using me. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, yes. Uh, uh, how? Yes. Uh, actually, been... just play it. Play, play it, Roxy. So, you guys, this is something slower and softer, uh, and uh, it's a guitar performance of Goodbye to Romance. It's from the Alex Skolnick Trio. Is that something okay to play? 
Sure. The, the song is actually a composition by Ozzy Osbourne that I arranged. Oh, shit. So okay. I don't know. Maybe there would be a copyright issue with that. Oh, oh, we might get in trouble. Here we go. You know what you should do? Look up. There's an album, my most recent album. It's called Conundrum. And every song on there that? is original, except for one classical piece that's in public domain. Uh, so see if you can find uh, Conundrum on YouTube, something that we can play, Roxy, yeah, so we don't get I know all the songs see. are on YouTube, and they're all streaming. First off, see if you could spell whatever that word is. Conundrum. Conju- what? Conundrum. It's a the hell is conundrum? Okay, sh- quiet. Wait, wait, wait. Let's see what she's doing. Okay, that's one. This is civilized. Yeah. <laughs> it gets picks up a little bit right here. Woo! Yeah. Oh. Go, Roxy. Thank yeah. you. Hey, you, pl- Roxy. you play that, and I'll leave that baked potato with a great review. Yeah, that's good. I see. That's my music. Now I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, you'll like. I think you'll like this stuff with the baked potato. It's a little more like. I know that. I will. I know I. Will. I like you already, yeah. so I'll be nice. Thank you. I also uh-huh. read that you have your own signature guitar. That was on Wikipedia. Is that true? You have your yeah, own. Yeah, it's uh, it's right, oops, uh, right there. There you go. And who makes who 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 sponsors or makes your signature guitar? ESP guitars. So there you go. Great, great company. They've been around a long time. So I would suggest you buy that guitar, go to the baked potato, and have him sign it. And then that guitar—it's <laughs> worth a lot of money. That guitar. If you have his signature on a signature guitar, in five or ten years, you could get a fortune for it. So if you, you can buy it. Buy I'll it. sign it. There you, you go. You buy that guitar. He'll sign it. You got yep. it, folks. Baked Deal. potato. What date? I forgot. February 12th. February, February 12th. 12th. Isn't that Washington's birthday or yeah. something? Oh, I don't know. Some, somebody's so birthday. I also, uh, so Eileen, oh, I'm supposed to say, say hi to I, Eileen says hello to you too, Eileen Shapiro, because she hello, actually set this whole thing up. Eileen uh, rocks. Yeah, she set yes. this up. And Are you in the chat? Made, Eileen makes things happen. No, she's work. She's doing something. She's not she's there. That's why she me no, I wanted to show her wristwatch that she gave me for Christmas. See? <laughs> oh, nice! You, you, well, it, pay, it pays to be a good lover. You get good gifts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so also then, I, uh, Eileen. Women just love to give me gifts. Eileen, Eileen sent me a track. You guys can hear this on YouTube. Um, I guess Uh-oh. the the band is called Lost Sympathy. Oh, Lost Symphony. Symphony. Lost Symphony. Lost Symphony. Not sympathy. Sorry, Lost Symphony. The name of the song is Take Another Pete's, and it's uh, you, Richard Shaw, Nuno Betancourt, and Marty Friedman. And Nuno Betancourt, that's from uh, Extreme, Extreme, right? yeah. Now, kindly repeat the title of that again, because uh, it sounded like you say, said Take Another Pete. Take Another Piece. Good. This is, uh, it's a song I, I guessed it on. 
So I, I was a guest artist along with um, Nuno Betancourt from Extreme and Marty Friedman and uh, Richard Chalk. Are you familiar with an album that Johnny Mantis made called Open Fire with Two Guitars? I know Johnny. I, I've known him for a long time. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it. And he said to me, and I forgot the name of the rock group, but a very hardcore rock group wrote that song. Sitting by an open fire, watching flames as they grow higher. The most beautiful guitar you'll ever hear in your life. Hmm. And it was a rock star doing it. So not what he does. And I wish I could remember. Doesn't never... ring a bell. I'm familiar I, I, with Johnny Mathis, but not that album. Johnny Mathis is his favorite. Well, John, Johnny favorite. said that this rock guy, guy wrote that song. And it's the most beautiful ballad. Hmm. Soft and sweet. I, I'm going to have to look on the album. I have it. And uh, I'd love I, to know who that is. Yeah. Who wrote it? Famous rock group. He hmm. told we were shopping in the supermarket getting vegetables at the time, so I really wasn't concentrating on what he was saying. I was concentrating on the the vegetables. I know it sounds yeah. cor understandable, cor yeah. corny. No, I went up to the register with him, and I said to the kid at the register, "Do you know who this is?" The kid mm -hmm. said, "No." I said, "This is Johnny Mantis." He said. Oh, hello, Johnny Mantis. He still didn't know who he was. And when we got outside, Johnny said, I told you nobody knows who I am. I said, are you full of shit? You got more people knocked up with your music. There are more uh, kids. I mean, truth, backseat of every car. We were banging away with Johnny Mantis singing, embrace me, my sweet embraceable one. You know, anyway, he's a good guy. Um, I, I like to push that album, everybody. Buy it. Open Fire with two guitars with Johnny Mantis. He sings um, Jimmy's favorite song, My Funny Valentine, oh, beautifully beautiful. with this guitar background that's fabulous. You should you should pull it up on your uh, Spotify and listen to it. It's you, definitely it's, on it's there. It's great guitar. Beautiful. Whoever the guitarist was. Famous rock, a famous hmm. rock guitarist. I can't remember. Why? My memory's gone. I'm 81 and a half. You know, thank God my dick didn't go. Just my mind went. <laughs> so you guys, too, you can follow Alex on Instagram. He's at Alex Skolnick. It's A-L-E-X-S-K-O-L-N-I-C-K. Um, that's his Instagram. Um, do you have, a, you have a website or no? You have a website? Yeah, alexskolnick.com. AlexGolnick.com is. is the website. And uh, AlexGolnick.net is uh, for my podcast. I have a podcast. Oh, tell everybody about your podcast. Yep. Yeah. It's called uh, Moods and Modes. And uh, repeat, that, repeat that. Uh, Moods and Modes. Moods and Modes. With modes. Alex Golnick. Yeah. M O G B S. Moods and Modes. And I've had it. I've had some great musicians on there where I, I play one on one duets. I've had. Um, Others, I've had a couple of really well-known folks that I talked to about music. I had Peter Frampton on. I, had, I love Peter Frampton. Yeah, wow, I had Pat Metheny. Oh, yeah. sure, you, you have all your pals on, of course. I don't know them well. well I, I know them now, but I, did, I didn't know them before. Um, right. and I've, I've done a couple others where I, I've gone to music stores and sort of done the show about the music store. Uh, Frampton, Frampton Comes Alive was one of the first albums I got. It came out when I was in seventh grade. And it was one of my very first records that I have. That and and Elton John, Captain Fantastic, and the Brown Dirt Cowboy were like my two first records that I ever got. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I uh, I had an older brother who was a Frampton fan and played a bit of bass himself. And I used to, I remember that he was always on display in my house. So I told Peter I, I had to look at your face. <laughs> 
every single day throughout my childhood. <laughs> That's right, because he was there. Well, so, do, in you, it, do you think he's you, a great guy? Yes. Yeah. Do you he's think awesome. music of twenty years ago is far better than music of today? Some, some. I'm more. I'd go back more than twenty years. I mean, I okay. I'd I, go I back to I the 70s. How, I well, I didn't know that you were that old. I thought you were younger. No, but. <laughs> No, I mean, I can, I'm I can, not that old, but I listen. I mean, you know, just I know a lot of music from before 20 years ago. I know a lot of music that was around before I was born. Yeah, and well, uh, I yeah, to, I do think it's much better. I mean, I, I love the 70s. I have to be careful because I can go back to the Ink Spots. Mm. You've never even heard of them. It was a black I've heard group. Of them. Yeah. They were the first black group that almost got on radio. Mm. Of course, they wouldn't allow them on because they were black and they felt that they would somehow damage the white people's minds by singing, if I didn't care for you, which oh, was yeah. a wonderful song. And they thought that white girls may start to fall in love with black men because the black song was being sung to very demented people. Yeah. I mean, I can't even explain it. It was so fucking demented. Johnny Mathis is his favorite singer love, too of all time. I so. love, I, first of all, yeah. I love him as a person. He's shy. Yeah. He's, he's lovely. He's kind. He's gentle. He's soft. He's warm. So, I, I adore so hold on, because in the I chat room, they want to know who are some of the people that that uh, like me, that, that you have not had an opportunity to play with that you would love to play with. Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Herbie Hancock. Oh, I wow. I think he's amazing, you know, not just on piano, but on keyboards and just, you know, he can do funk as good as anybody. He can do jazz as good as, and he's just, I think he's just, you know, he's sort of the, the last, this sort of last wave of musicians from the 60s that uh, are the, this certain level. Yes. Yeah, he's a true giant. I can't think of anybody like that. So that Alec, would be my first night. Alec, years ago, the baked potato was a black club owned by black people. Really? That's why that's why it was named the baked potato, because I, it was dark like the black people were. And it was a, a, an ex, a red fox used to go there. It was quite a, a, a fabulous club. And it was owned by black people or not owned, but run by black people. I don't know who owned it. It's no longer that way. I think there's a poster of red fox if i remember right oh yeah so that would actually make sense i was there with my sister-in-law she was a five foot nine or eleven white blonde blue-eyed white skin sexy girl very hippie red fox had a thing for white women and mm -hmm. he said hello to her and he stuck his tongue in her ear and she like went oh my god get your tongue out of my ear and mm -hmm. like half of the half of the club heard it and they said that's Fox working mm -hmm. it again. If a blonde, if a tall, white, blue-eyed blonde came in, he was there like a rocket. He loved uh, those those long white legs. Yeah, and we used to have fun. See, those days we could kid around with our black friends, and nobody got offended. Today, you got to watch your ass. Everything you say, yeah. they, you're a racist. You're this. You're that. And that's anybody calls me a racist, I call them a fucking moron because yeah. I mean I was around when black people were taboo. I I fought back. I'm not I'm not bragging. But when I was a teenager, I was walking with my portable radio on my shoulder and I forgot, I think it was the platters playing and the neighborhood I came from was Brooklyn, all tough people. Somebody He's... somebody yelled, get those, uh, end, uh, get those ends off your radio. Oh my God. And I turned okay. around and I said to them, why don't you go fuck yourself? And I went on and on and on and they were laughing at me. 
Oh, like yeah. I was in, like I was crazy, you know? Yeah, people who want to go back to those days, I don't understand. No, I would like to go back to those days with the knowledge I have now. Yeah. Yeah. So I could educate. Back then we didn't see we didn't we didn't know how to educate back then. Yeah. We yeah. took it. We yeah. took it. Today yeah. we don't take it. If, if this was today on my radio, I would mm -hmm. go over and I would do a speech for 10 minutes that they'd fall asleep mm -hmm. or commit suicide so I would they wouldn't have to hear me. No, there so, you go. So so go back. Okay, so Herbie Hancock. Um, uh, what about like? Do you have bands like? Are there modern bands that are popular now that you like to listen to? And do you listen to a lot of thrash metal when you're not playing thrash metal? Never. Okay. Honestly, never. I, I'm having difficulty <laughs> with that word. Spell it. T h r a s h. Thrash. Thrash. Like surfing and skateboarding, and <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know that word, thrash. So, what kind of music do you listen to? Let's say you're sitting or just sitting around or driving in your car. Like, what kind of music would you listen to? Well, I I like to listen to music that doesn't make me want to pick up my guitar, okay, and play along. So that makes me turn. That means I'm not going to listen to a lot of my favorite music, okay, because I don't want to play. I need to turn my brain off. Got it. So, um. I listen to a lot of um, classical piano. Believe okay. Me, I Good love for you. Good for you. Bach. Yeah. Andres Schiff, the German classical pianist, is one of my favorites. Uh, a lot of classical. Robert Schumann, uh, Brahms. Bet, yeah, know, I'm a big classical. I bet that's why. I bet you, though, that's why you're so successful and so good at what you do because you've opened your mind and you've taken in all kinds of music, you know, so you have way more influences than someone who only listens to one thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, hey, listen, I they listen didn't say many that styles. Mu music is the food of life mm -hmm. or nothing. I mean, if your music, if you are, I call you music, not even a human, you're music. Mm -hmm. And if you're music, you live with all that music. How about the saber dance on piano? Oh, yeah, Kachaturian, right? And that's what's his name that played it. I can't think of his name. Oh, my God, the Jewish fella. It was Horowitz? No, he was in the movie. He made a lot of no. He he played it. He was in the movies in the nineteen forties and fifties, and he played it in practically every movie. Oh oh oh! Give me his name, please. Brain work. That I can't. <laughs> it may come to me. No, he was famous for playing the saber dance. Dun 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 well, it's, it was used in lots of movies, but it's a classical piece. <laughs> oh, I know it's a classical piece, but it's one yeah. of my favorites. Oh, I know that, you know, yeah. That and 1812. Da, 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 the overture of 1812. We have to go in a sec because we've already... I want to talk more. I like We'll bring him back. So real quick, Alex, what about Rush? Did you listen Did you listen to Rush when you were younger? Yeah, I remember Rush 2112 was like a really big thing for me like when I was like in seventh grade or something, or eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, uh, I have, we I have, did some rush covers online. I, I just, oh, I love that. I want to ask you a question. With some uh, great musician, Charlie Benante, the drummer for a band called Anthrax. He, I love Anthrax. He Actually, got, yeah, he got we're a really, we're really, together. we're really good friends with Joey Belladonna. Oh, yeah. awesome. I know. Oh, I love him. Really good and friends his wife. With him. She's an oh, angel. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, she's an angel and he's a well, look up. I love them. So his Here's drummer, Charlie, and I did some Rush songs online last year, which you can see. So you might want to check those out. I would so. definitely check that out. All right. I want to ask you a question. I got to go, though. In yeah. 11 years that I'm on this show, I have never asked this question. You're the first. Okay. Are you having a good time? 
I'm ha- I'm having a great time. Yeah. Good. That's what I want to hear. So I have never asked that. I have been wanting to ask it. And I keep forgetting. Yeah. So so one more thing I need you to do. So we have uh, this lady who does all kinds of wonderful things for us. She's in the chat room. She lives in Germany. Her name is B. Claudia, and she's a huge music uh, aficionado. So just and say hi to B. She'll Claudia. Get your, she'll get your guitar sold. Just say say hi okay. to B. Claudia. She'll like love Hi, B. It. Claudia. There you go. There Hello. you go, B. B, get, him, get his guitar sold. Uh, all right, so um, everybody follow yeah, Alex on Instagram. It's Alex Skolnick, at Alex Skolnick on Instagram. Yep. It's alexskolnick.com and .net. Check out the Alex Skolnick trio, and a Testament has a new album out, so get that too. Alex. And we want to thank you for coming on oh, the wait, show. Uh, Alex, how much is your guitar selling for? Uh, it depends which version you buy. There's a $1,000 version that most people buy, and there's a 49 $49.99 version of it. So. Four fifty buck version? No, no, <laughs> five thousand. Uh, five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gonna, uses. <laughs> I was going to say the fifty buck guitar will sell in a minute. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll also mention I just did a comedy rap song that is getting a lot of press right now. Yes, when you, you, guys, when, you, when you come well, back, we're going to play yeah. it. What? Uh, what's the name of it? Tell Big Lie. Who, yeah, Big Lie. It's there you political, go. Political, so some people may. No, have every, everything is a big lie today. Trust yeah. me. Um, all right, everybody. So, Alex, thank you so much. Alex, you're terrific. Hey, right, guys. Thanks, you. Thanks, Ron. Come back. You know, okay. ma- what a great guy. And, and marry her. Marriage is nice. Um, so, you guys, we're going to play a quick music video really quick. Um, and the music video we're going to play is Young Zuck. The name of the song is Get Right. And then when we come back, we're going to have our next guest, Pauline, Irene, Stacy. So, enjoy Young Zuck's Get Right. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Get right, we get right. My cash right, skirt through the red lights. Cause it's-
Cause I was turning up the notch Trying to get it right, we get it right We see a dream, we're catching long flights Woke up in a visa with no visa Now we care about, we chillin' Costa Rica With some sneakers, these are the first ones Like, hi, I'm nice to meet you She a vegan, but she take this meat She suckin' and she eat it Just to hold on, taco was the whole one Touchdown, hit a home run Chopper, shoot the whole gun Yeah, home run, more fun Show some roll Jelly jeans, toss that green, took a hit and I can breathe. Shutting off that bean, Mars jelly jeans. Pass that green, take a hit and I can breathe and I can breathe. Got my cash right, skirt through the red lights. Cause it's a party, no distractions. Now they out of sight, they out of mind, no wasting time. And no more telling lies. Cause I was turning up the notch, trying to get right, we get right. My cash right, skirt through the red lights. Cause it's a party, no Yay, everybody, that was Get Right. The name of the song is Get Right. The artist is called Young Zuck. And Bron's coming right back. He had to go get his uh his thing because his hand's all swollen. So he went to go get his like uh like his brace. Um, so we're gonna bring on our next guest in one second. I wanna uh, wait for Ron to get back, but you guys are gonna love our next guest. Her name's Pauline Pauline Irene Stacy, and she's an author, she's super fun. I think you guys are gonna like love her, so she'll be coming on in one second. And I thought uh, while we're waiting for that, uh, I'm going to play a really quick short song. So this is a band I used to interact with in social media back in the MySpace days. If you guys remember MySpace, their name was Friday Hill. They're like a boy band. And uh, the name of the song is Baby Goodbye. And it's really old, so the video is bad. But I know we won't get flagged on uh, uh, on YouTube for playing it. So check this out because this was one of my favorite songs back in the, like, I guess in the 90s. So check it out. Go ahead. Friday Hill, Baby Goodbye. Play it, Roxy. Look in your eyes, I see a new story I can't deny my past ain't perfect too Saying I'm not here to get false answers But just like you, I got true questions too, yeah I never wanna let you go In your eyes I can tell that it's what we both know I never wanna see you cry Our love's so perfect, let it down, oh baby
out through the time that we spend Then we will fly through the tear in your eyes You come to an end and we won't be friends Don't shed tears, don't be sad for a while That's not no feeling, put it on a smile Know that you're leaving, look into the sky That one dark evening, killing me inside Yo, I just feel so down Might come around, but it's for the best now Both broke down and I'm choked inside And for the first time when I said baby goodbye Friday Hill, Baby Goodbye, and the reason I'm playing all this boy band stuff is I'm in talks trying to get LFO on the show. I don't know when it's going to happen because their schedule's not so good for Wednesdays, uh, but I'm going to work something out, and if you guys, everybody knows LFO, like they were like one of the biggest boy bands ever, so we're going to have them coming on hopefully soon. Um, now we're going to bring on our next guest. Her name is Pauline Irene Stacy. Let's get her on. Hello! Hey! <laughs> Welcome. Say something so we can make sure we can hear you. Test, test, test. One, two, three, test. There you go. Perfect. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented, phenomenal author, Pauline Irene Stacy. Hello and welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let me introduce you, everybody, starting off with this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Ron. How are you, honey? I'm great. She, I can't wait to hear about your book. She oh, my God. I can't wait to tell you about it. He, he knows nothing about you either, so it'll never, be all good. I, I never good, good, good. No, I deliberately never research a guest because then it becomes phony and corny. What ah. we're going to do now is spontaneous, and it's real. And, and that's what fine. makes the interview exciting when you react to my reaction. We, we interreact. Yeah. And that's what makes it really good. So we have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. Thanks for being on. And actually, Mike Wagner, Mike Wagner from the Mike Wagner shows in the chat room. Hey, Mike Wagner, what's hi, up? Mike. Say hi to Mike because she knows hey, Mike. Mike. She's been on his show. What hi, up? Mike. Isn't that fun? So you guys, this is Pauline Irene Stacy. You can follow her on Instagram. She's at Pauline. It's P-A-U-L-I-N-E-I-R-E-N-E-S-T-A-C-E-Y. Wow. Her, her website is PaulineIreneStacy.com, and she wrote a book. And this is a, a very unusual type of book. It's a fascinating, amazing book. It's called No Time to Clean, Listen to Pauline. It was 30 years in the making, and basically she's teaching people how to save time, money, and stress with practical solutions to everyday common problems of keeping their homes clean and improving their quality of life. Oh. God um, sent you to me. And also, <laughs> oh, you came from heaven. Oh, <laughs> and, and, I hate cleaning. 
And in the, and in the book, uh, you guys, she also addresses the psychology behind people disliking cleaning. And so tell us a little bit about the book to get us started, Pauline. Well, before before I actually get started, I wanted Ron to let you know that I'm having a great time. <laughs> no, but wait a minute. You know what? You know what? I, I don't hate. I want you to answer this in your book. I don't hate cleaning. I hate cleaning up after the slob I'm married to, Jimmy Starr. <laughs> That's what I hate, cleaning, right? Did you, oh, did you well, talk well, about well. that in your book? Oh, I, I talk about it all. Oh, good. Let's hear. I, I'm I dying. I can't wait. So I cannot wait. This is this. Wait, is, I want to. I want to read your book, let alone hear about it. Oh, okay, let me, Amazon, go, go, go. Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble. How much is it? Uh, twelve ninety nine. Oh, it's a it's a steal, folks. It's a steal. Yes, absolutely. I like. But yeah, that. I mean, uh, no time to clean. Listen to Pauline is a book about a system, a cleaning system that will make a huge difference in your life. It will literally revolutionize the way you think about weekly house cleaning. So I know that there's a lot of books on the market for organizing. And that's sometimes if I don't bring this up at first, people will start to kind of go into that direction. So let me start off by telling you, if you look up the, the definition of cleaning, it is the action of making something clean. If or it's called up, slavery. <laughs> if you look up the definition of organizing, that is arranging things in a structure. Okay. So 33 years ago, when I wrote the book, I, I don't know who remembers the old book and mortar stores out there that you had. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I would take my five-year-old daughter. Um, I would go to school all day and then work all day cleaning houses. And I would pick her up. We'd go eat. And then we'd go to the, the bookstore and I'd sit on the floor and when I had this idea, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I wasn't reinventing the wheel. Does that make sense? Yes. So I sat on the floor with her and went through like all these quote unquote cleaning books, right? That were on the shelves and come to realize that they were either books about organizing or books to give you little tips on how to clean the stain and what to mix to clean, you know, whatever. Okay. Clean the smell or whatever. There was no book about a system. So the book was written 33 years ago. Um, I tried a few times back in those days, publishing a book was not like it is today, right? So as time went on, I realized, uh, you know, and of course, you know, I've got, I've got my, my COVID-19 story, right? You know how everybody <laughs> decides to change their whole life. Yes. COVID-19, well, bam. <laughs> while you're stuck at home. I was like, home, yeah, I got hooked up in a group of people and I started learning that, you know, there's, there's companies out there that cold publish. So when that happened, um, and I started doing and so that's how come the book finally got published. Um, but I would I would kind of brag about, oh, there's no book out there about um, a cleaning system. And I thought, oh, my God, Pauline, uh, that was 33 years ago. <laughs> you need to get your butt on Google and make sure that you're still. You're that, not that, that was when right that now. was when, that was when women used to clean the house in high heels. Oh, I got stories for you. Oh, Ron, I got that too. About that. Oh, I, want, I want you a book. Everybody's got to read this book. It's got to be a, a hoot. It's got to be a hysterical scream when we it's read awesome. about the stupidity. But anyway, so I realized that still today, 33 years later, there is not a book on the market that talks about a system. Let me ask uh, your audience, like just raise your hand or put something in the chat. But how many people out there feel guilty about not having the house clean or not having enough time to clean it? 
right? Yeah, not not me. I keep a clean house. It's like pretty much everybody, but but you feel guilty when it's not, right? Yes. No, right. I don't at all feel and guilty. I feel annoyed <laughs> that the filthy slob made it dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's all my house. It's all my fault. We have three dogs. Oh yeah, listen, no excuse. You, you read the book. No excuse. By the time we're done, no excuse, everybody. No, no excuse. But I will tell you that according to the American Cleaning Institute. 34% of Americans um, feel like they don't clean enough. And 31% of Americans feel like they're not cleaning correctly. So no time to clean, listen to Pauline, teaches you how to stop thinking about cleaning, right? People that are feeling guilty all the time are pretty much the people that are usually tasked, unspokenly sometimes, right? With so unfortunately, it's still kind of womanized, right? Where it's the woman and then somebody talks about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, whether you get married or move in together and it's like, oh, you know, oh, she's not doing the cleaning. Like, what's up with that? Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so we are trying to um, try to get you out of that guilt free zone that when it's not clean or you don't have enough time to clean, that when you use the system, it will save you time, money, energy, stress. And more importantly, give you a peace of mind. Right. Give you some give you more time to spend with your friends, your family. And more importantly, on yourself. The book is written into two parts. The first part is the five chapters. Never talk about cleaning. How you like that, Ron? There you go. I have notes for you. I never do. <laughs> so first it five only, chapters don't you know talk what? about cleaning. I'd like cleaning. to change that word. You said feel guilty. No, I never feel guilty, but I feel embarrassed if the bathrooms are not up to perfect. <laughs> Well, embarrassment I, think, I can feel. Yeah, I think that word's a little interchangeable too, right? But yep. we'll, we're going to talk about that. Good. So, and, and, and I want everybody to feel free to th just throw in whatever questions you have, okay? Because uh, that's, that's what makes your book fun. They say baking soda is your friend. That's right. Do you have anything I, I about baking that. soda in your book? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, again, this book focuses on a cleaning system. So okay. when we go back to the first part of the book, No Time to Clean, listen to Pauline, the first half of the, the first five chapters of the book talks about the psychology and helps us get into a better mindset, okay, and teaches us about the system. Um, so when we talk about the psychology, I think the first chapter is actually called, uh, it is, uh, Why Do We Hate Cleaning? Um, you know, so no one's ever taught us. No one's ever taught us. So if you ever had a class in high school, even if you had a home economics, your mom's never taught you a system, right? They just say, hey, here's the rag and the dusting can go clean. You know what I'm saying? Here's the vacuum go clean, right? So there's no system. And I'm sure you can understand that anytime you have a system to do anything, it's faster. It's like, it's like, you know, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And when there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it kind of changes your attitude about it. So a lot of times what happens, most of the time what happens is people hate cleaning because one of the biggest reasons is they say it takes too much time. So let's talk about that part for a second, right? Remember at the beginning, I told you the difference between cleaning and organizing. Yes. So what happens is, let me give you, just close your eyes and see if you fit into this image, okay? So let's say that you're going to do your weekly house cleaning and you pick, uh, 12 o'clock on Saturdays. That's when you're going to start your weekly house cleaning. So that's your scheduled day. And you start, and let's say you just closing your eyes now, just imagining this happening. You walk in the kitchen and you start doing dishes. And then you see something on the counter and you're like, oh, what the heck is that doing here? Right. So then you walk clear across the house <laughs> to go to the bathroom to put it where it belongs. 
you open the drawer to put it in there. You're like, oh my God, what, how did this drawer get so messy? And then you start organizing the drawer. Uh, so basically you're you organizing and not cleaning. You walk back into the kitchen, right? You walk back into the kitchen and you go, damn, cleaning takes so long. And you know what I'd say? But you're not cleaning. You're <laughs> organizing. What are you doing, right? So that's what this book does. It gives you a system. So going back to the psychology about it, why do we hate it? So that's one of the aspects is that it, people say it takes too much time. So we break that down into teaching you how to just clean, okay? Not mixing chores because when you're going to clean, that doesn't mean you're going to do the laundry. That doesn't mean you're going to do the dishes, right? Because cleaning the house. So you're not, that's not the day to pick up the kids' toys and put it away. So what I teach people is... If you want to do that the night before, schedule that the night before so the house is organized, okay? Um, or you can, if you want to schedule an hour before you actually start, let's go back to our generic time, set, uh, 12 o'clock Saturday, and you're going to start, pick an hour or two hours ahead of time and do all that other stuff, okay? But we're going to not mix the chores anymore. That takes the element of how much time it takes, okay? The other thing is that what happened, one of the reasons why I came up with this system was I had realized that um, I was I was putting myself through college. Uh, I had a five-year-old daughter, was a single parent. Um, my whole family Good lived up, you. up north. Yeah, you know, I had no no child support, no family support. You know, it was all about, it was all me. <laughs> so um, I realized that I had to like kind of speed things up, right? I would, I would take her to school in the morning. I would go to school for four hours and I would be on campus because I was you know, and other activities on school, whatever. And then I had to go clean some houses to support us, right? And then I had to be back to pick her up before six o'clock because they were charging me like $25 for me five minutes I was late. <laughs> I was, oh my that might have been, been a million bucks to me, right? Might as well. So I was just like, I would challenge myself to figure out how to go faster. So, and then another thing I'm sure everybody can relate to is that when you are cleaning, um, it's kind of like, um, empty mind space, right? You ever noticed that? Like you got, you have a lot, you just kind of think like all kinds of crazy random thoughts when you're cleaning. And that was happening to me because I was doing that for like three or four hours, you know, or two, two houses a day, whatever. And I realized that at the time I was taking uh, business management classes. And at the time we had a class about, um, uh, I think it was like Ford Motor Company. It was how to speed up pros processes, okay? And so they did this experiment where they took um, auto parts and they put them on a conveyor belt. This is this gets scientific, you guys. I told you this is going to be interesting, right? <laughs> so they put these parts on the on these conveyor belts and they did these experiments where they had people do like three or four things to each part before it went down the belt, right? Yeah. Then they had the other experiment was one person did one thing and then it went down the belt. And what they discovered was one person doing one thing at a time was way faster. The production was much higher. So I was thinking about that with the cleaning. And I was like, well, if we just clean, you know where I'm going with this, right? That is going to save us so much time and it's going to go faster. So when you, when you get to the second part of the book and you get to the actual system, we'll talk about that in a little bit. That's where that's going to take you. But that's how this when you when you like talk about like the conveyor belt thing, the first thing that came into my mind is like, do you ever see like I Love Lucy when she works at the candy factory and she, she's doing it and then she misses and because she can't do all the different things, so she's mixing them and they're all and then all the candies are piling up and everything. Like I don't know that. that you, you just said the key word piling up. If you yes. if you if you every day have a little bit of a routine, 
and you keep your house clean and neat, yes. it doesn't get dirty. It only gets dirty 100%. and sloppy when you don't do it for a month or two years. Then you have a, a, a then you got to get 10 people into clean. I think, too, though, what you said about organizing, the difference between cleaning and organizing. Yeah, there's a big difference. Because I think that everybody, like, sees all – because I do that. I do. I know I, I see stuff in the wrong place, and we put it there, and he's always like, where did things go? And we always, like, <laughs> misplace things. And No, no, we. I. You. <laughs> no, Jim, Jimmy is wonderful in every respect, but Jimmy – I'm not good at cleaning. No, when Jimmy lived in college – I understand he and his roommates, you couldn't go in that room. You, that stench was unbearable. The roaches, the filth, the dirty underwear. Jimmy used to turn his underwear on backwards to wear them rather than no, washing them. I mean, this is what I, I wasn't that bad. This is what I married. Oh, yes, you were. You told me that. That's it. This is this is what I married. And now I'm a very clean person. I have a routine. I wake up in the morning, I make my bagel, my coffee, and I clean my granite top. I clean my sink. And then later on, I wash the kitchen floor. And the kitchen always looks good. It's always clean. Then Slabo comes in, <laughs> dirty dishes in the sink. And why he loves to leave food splatted, dried in the sink, I'll never know. That I have to put hot water on in a scouring thing. So it's really who you live with. That makes your life you know, I, I just want you guys to know that this is like one of the most common stories where two people get together and one is a real clean freak and the other one it's like uh we're the, the odd cop odd couple well odd couple i was just, I was just trying to say what were their names oscar and felix right and it's yeah. just it's just the story you hear over and over and over again and that's why this book when i at the beginning when i said it will make a huge difference in your life that's part of it okay because of the psychology of it when we start to learn how to have a different attitude about it, it gets done. The other thing that I will bring up that you made an excellent point about that happens all the time is that, remember this book is about a weekly house cleaning system. It's a weekly, so you do weekly housework. Why do we do that? Because the point that you made, right? If we don't, things get overwhelming. Remember you used the word pile up, like the chocolate? Oh yeah, pile up. It gets overwhelming. So what's the psychology behind that? Who wants to do any job that looks overwhelming? I mean, I've done hoarder no, house. you're right about that. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's an organizing job, if it's sorting through, you know, um, stuff in the garage, like anything that's overwhelming is is intimidating. And and we find all these great excuses, right? To not, to not have to do with it. Definitely. And so let's talk about um, the second part of the first part. <laughs> so remember, we talked about the psychology and why we hate cleaning and, you know, all the reasons why. Right. The other thing is that I, I got a couple props for you guys. So let's say it's our it's going to be our 12 o'clock I want to interrupt you for a second because we have people that come in and out of the show. For those of you who have just come in and joined us, this gal has written the most incredible book about well, you tell them. No time it. to clean. Listen and to Pauline. You tell them about your book and how much it costs and where they can get it. Amazon. There it goes. Amazon, Amazon baby. $12.99. Piece of cake. Change your life. Absolutely. So join Rebel. us. Join Rebel us, folks. Yeah, jo absolutely. Join so us. So let's, she's so let's say she's now. Let's she say stop talking, but she's fabulous. <laughs> I got to help you. I'm helping to pitch you. You got to give me a break. I said she's fabulous. Listen to what she has to say. She's on the level. This is going to help you get the book. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know I'm sorry. I talk a lot about it. You I can tell too. I get excited because I, it's just I know I have like a short period of time with everybody. And I just wish I had more time to teach everybody. So that's why I get a little. But, but that's you why see, if they, buy, if they buy your book, they'll learn. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's go back to Saturday, 12 o'clock. Show us our props. Okay, show you the props. It's, We're time, it's time to clean. And time what do clean. we pull out, right? We pull out our old, dirty cleaning cloths, right? Now, right oh. off the bat, who 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 wants to do that job? Not me. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, my God. So one of the things I did back in the day, um, before this, this, this term got adopted by the rest of the cleaning world, was I told everybody we're gonna not we're gonna not use that word anymore uh, rags, and we're gonna use the word cleaning cloths. And I taught people to go to the uh, the linen shop and get really your favorite color face cloths because that was the same the right size and they're absorbent and stuff. But you could get pretty colors. Okay, now on the market, what do we have? We can clean with. They're called cleaning cloths, right? You see the colors. They're all they're microfiber. So the, the cleaning world adopted that phrase, cleaning cloth. So that's what they're called now. So you feel you can all automatically see the change in attitude, right? When you're using something. A cleaning that, cloth instead of a rag. Yeah, yeah. I, use, I use paper toweling and then I throw it away. Yeah. And so cleaning cloths you can get on. They cost nothing. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at uh, Target and Walmart. Like they're just everywhere. They're microfiber. And um, they're amazing. You buy the pretty colors. So that that kind of changes your attitude. So when you start changing the terminology and, and what you use, it kind of it, it kind of changes your attitude. But here's another really, really big one. And I think this goes mostly towards women is that on our cleaning day, what we do is we put on our old, you know, crappy jeans and an old shirt and put our hair up in a, in a, a ponytail and no makeup, or whatever. And, and then you're like, okay, well, who wants to do anything when you look like that, right? If you don't feel good about yourself. So here's the trick I teach people. I say, imagine that you're going to have an old college buddy. It's going to be a surprise. And they're going to knock on the door right when you're in the smack in the middle of cleaning. They say, hey, let's go to lunch. The way you should clean, I mean, dress is with the thought that if this person came and knocked on the door and said, hey, let's go to lunch. You should be able to literally just pull off the gloves, wash your hands, grab your keys, and you roll. So what does that mean? That means dressing half decent, right? I realized after all those years and all those houses. Ha <laughs> you're in for something, Cookie. No, no, like he said, though, like when they used to wear high heels. And I yeah. was the, the first thing that came to my mind is because if you have anybody who watches soap operas, which I know a lot of people on the show do, the people in soap operas always look beautiful and the houses always look you know, like clean and everything. And so, so it makes you think of like, you need to look like a soap opera person. So, or look like those broads from Sex in the City. Yeah, they, yeah. Never, they never clean. <laughs> never see Ron, them cleaning? Never. I, Ron, I want to take a trip down memory lane with you because sure. I spent hours and hours and hours trying to find these old videos on YouTube and I couldn't find them anywhere. But there used to be a commercial and I'm pretty sure that the, the um, product was Mopping Glow, but the lady was in an evening gown and she, in in heels, and she was mopping the floor with mopping glow. No, it's I, true. No, I, I, I know I know drag queens in gowns that mopped, but not the but, floor. But, but anyway, you're not dressed like a slob, right? So now you feel good about yourself, and um, and you're using um, you know, products and equipment that make you happy too. Like I say, you know, buy use your favorite clean uh, colors. Um, you see where we're going here. Like this is changing the stigmatism of how much you hate doing this job because what do we call it? We call it a dirty job. And I realized after all those houses I cleaned, you know how many times I ruined an outfit? Because remember, I would go from school 
to dealing with the president of a university to go clean a house. I didn't have time to change. I had to get my kid. I had to get the house clean and go get my kid. <laughs> you know how many how, um, outfits I ruined in all those years? None. Zero. Zero. I never ruined an outfit. So, I mean, unless you're using bleach, you know, obviously you want to be a little careful with that. But, um, but so changing the attitude, right? No time to clean. Listen to Pauline. Takes you to a place where you feel good about yourself in the chore that you're doing. I see this girl. I wear makeup for everything. Woohoo! <laughs> no, no you, you said dress up when you clean. I, I mean, I don't. I deliberately put on, as you said, the, 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 I don't shave. I don't do anything because I'm going to be on my knees scrubbing and doing. And if my friends ring the doorbell, guess what? They look just like me. Nobody dresses in Palm Springs. They all look like slobs. Oh, Every, wow. oh no. Tr no, no. They all, they all they wear are T-shirts, Bermuda shorts, and a hat backwards and sneakers. So, you know I mean, what no, matters? Nobody, none of my friends doll up. You know what matters, Ron, is how you feel about yourself. You know so what? I always feel good about myself. I don't need to be dressed. I feel good when my house yep. is clean. How That's do you feel great. about that? How do you yeah. feel about that? When your house is clean, how do you feel? That's yeah. an emotion we have to discuss. 100%. And that's where that's where this whole book is going. Good. Because the whole book is designed to make feel, you feel stop, good about yourself. Stop thinking about cleaning. Yes. I tell people you need to regain your weekends, right? Take your time back. Spend that extra. I've had people tell me it takes them eight hours. I, you know what my book promises? I mean, after you get it down pat, um, which which shouldn't take more than, than, than three times. And we'll talk about that too when we get to the second part of the book. But is that, you know, you should have extra time for yourself. And spending all these hours aimlessly wandering around the house, just cleaning, not knowing what you're doing, not having a system, you know, mixing the organizing and saying my house isn't clean. Is, is a whole different ball game. And going back real quick to when we talked about, um, and, and here's my here's one of my favorite lines for, for the OCD people because they can't stand it. Uh, when I was talking to Wendy, she was so funny. Wendy, oh, Wendy Stewart. Wendy, Wendy Stewart and Tim. Yeah, I love it was, oh my God. That you guys gotta listen, re-listen to that show. It is oh we they, they are super they're super dear friends, and I've been on that show and I love both of them. Oh, you have to listen to my interview with them. It's hysterical. But anyway, so um so what happens is that you know when you start feeling good enough about yourself, well, you don't you take the stigma out of it. That's where I'm going with this, Ron, right? So however you dress to clean, I'm just saying don't don't take it down a notch when you're dressing and think, oh, this is such a dirty job, the psychology of it, right? Just dress the way that you feel comfortable. Like I said, if someone knocked on the door and wanted to go to lunch, you wouldn't be embarrassed, right? So well, as I said before, the people that come to our house. They look like they listen. I had a very famous English singer on our show and I had to tell her, how dare you come on my show looking the way you do? She hadn't any makeup. Her hair was piled on her head. She was in a ripped, dirty sweatshirt. Wow. Oh, wait, do me a favor. Yeah. And I told her, you're on There's five million people watching this show. Is this the image that you want to show everybody? So people yeah. don't dress today. You know, ripped jeans, ripped sweatshirts, torn jeans. That's in. So. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
But I agree with what you're saying. So Ron's best friend lives in Long Island, and she just sent me a text message. The girl you have on today is inspiring me to clean. So say hi to Terry, Terry Vecchio. Meanwhile, let me tell you about my friend Terry. I know her 64 years. She's like my sister. Oh, no, she cleans and her husband supervises. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you got to see the fight. I love to go there because they fight like crazy. It's hilarious. He's she's cleaning and John is telling her how to clean and she's turning around telling him get out of the house leave me alone drive me crazy it's really so talk about that no, no hang on hang Wait, on no, husbands telling wives how to clean that's terrible. <laughs> is that in your book it won't listen it won't put it, another it, put another chapter we it need won't, that <laughs> won't need to be there because let me just tell you if you buy the book and follow the rules right and and let, and we'll talk about that also when we get to that part because the book isn't. It, I give you guidelines, right? Everything in the book is about you. And I will, I talk about it over and over again. I remind the reader that this is a kind of um, a model for you to follow. But what are we talking about this whole time? It's about you and how you feel, right? And, you know, Ron, I'm, tell, I'm giving you guidelines here and you're saying, well, this is how I do things. What I tell the reader through the whole time is that this is just an idea for you guys to follow. You have to do things your way. So when Pauline says, do this first and then do that second, you say, no, 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 I like to do this that way. That's okay. It's, it's not like a stringent rule where the whole world is going to fall apart because it's about you and how you feel. This whole book is about how you feel at the okay, end of the day. Okay, I want to solve all of your problems in the book very easily. <laughs> Find a rich man, get a maid. Excellent idea. <laughs> and then you don't have to do a fucking thing. Let me let me throw something else out there. Two things. One is the maid needs to buy the book. That's number one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there Every, you go. Everyone needs to buy this book because it's hilarious. Number if, two. I would love to leave this on a coffee table. This book yes. on Oh, wait, if you had this on the court, I know all my gay friends would scream from this. All you gay people <laughs> buy this book. So hold I on, mean, Could too. you imagine going to somebody's house for a cocktail party and there's a book, How to Clean by Pauline? I mean, it's a scream. <laughs> oh, yeah. How to Clean by Pauline. No it's, time to clean. It's a scream. Listen to Pauline. It's a scream, yes. <laughs> so, hang, hang on, Pauline, I got to tell you, because we only have, we have like 10 minutes, so let's go oh, to no, the I second part. We could go okay. over time. No, we can't. We can't okay. Let me throw in one Go, 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 go. I really want your listeners to pay attention to this because I, I was in and was out when I was in the screening room. I was listening to your your other uh, previous guest. Okay, the other thing that I tell people that uh, seems to get a lot of attention, people that have read the book, they pick up on this all the time, is that you know when it's time to clean and going back into trying to set a positive mindset, what's the one thing that puts everybody in a good mood all the time? Music. Music, right? I Good tell job. them. Johnny blast, Mantis. Blast, Johnny Mantis. <laughs> blast your favorite music while you're cleaning. And if anyone in the house has a complaint about the music's too loud and the teenagers are still trying to sleep and the guys working, whatever's going on, you tell them that when it's their turn for their weekly house cleaning chores, that they can play whatever music <laughs> they want. <laughs> yeah. Lots of luck, sister. Lots of luck. With Jimmy, lots of luck. But let's fast forward quickly to um, part two. So part two is when it actually comes down to the system. And let me pull another, um, uh, let's see where I have that. So another thing I did in the book, when you get down to part two, chapter six starts, what actually starts telling you about the system. I actually tell you where to start. I actually have a map in the book to show you where to start and and give you the concept. And um, I even show you where you're going to set up your, your cleaning stuff. Okay. 
what I do is I don't make product recommendations, no product recommendations. I save that for uh, Facebook and Instagram and all that fun stuff. But what I do is I give you a list of the equipment you should have, the type of equipment, and then the type of cleaning products. Okay. And then I get you started. All right. So what I thought about was, all right, so people are going to what walk around and, and, you know, you guys see the book, right? Look how little it is. It's literally just a little manual. You know, I'd hold it up and closer to the camera. Closer? Come, come in. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's so we know what it looks like. Okay. It's a powder blue book. Okay. Yeah. Good. So look how thin it is, right? It's and just it's only, and it's only twelve bucks, folks. Twelve ninety nine. It's a, a steal. small manual that has augmented reality in it. I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with augmented reality, but um, I'm one of the of the fifteenth person in the world that has augmented reality in her book. I happened to team up with a co-publishing company that was the first publishing company to have augmented reality, and so what it is is you download the app. And where you see the certain markers, you put the app, the phone on the marker and it brings up a video and it shows me actually doing like some of my favorite tricks. Right. Wow, so, that's terrific. Yeah, it's really awesome. But anyway, I want to say something else, folks. This is a single mom still raising a daughter. Buy this book and help her out. She could use, uh, a, you know, the money she's working. She's working hard to sell this book. So if you have a heart. Buy the book. She's a, a a working mom, a single working mom, and I respect you because I raised I, two kids alone, oh, so I know I, what I know what it's like. I just want to let you know I'm actually on to grandchildren now. So, <laughs> oh, you, the kid got married. Oh yeah, I wrote that. She my daughter's thirty years, years old. I'm sixty. Are you an old broad too? I yes, I you am. Young. You look young. I thought you were like yeah. 45 or something. Oh, thank you. That's Somebody said that to me the other day that exactly. You look, you look good. You look good for somebody who cleans. <laughs> right? Because she has the system. <laughs> who cleans? Uh, listen, but, get, get us to this system right away. We're all dying okay. to know. All right. So here's the deal. So what we what I did was I printed out and if you if you buy the book you'll see the bonus in the back of the book you go They the will website. buy the book don't say if say oh, when, when you when, when you, you buy my book copy. Yeah I'm I'm look I'm, my goal is a million people I want to reach a million people Then I'm going to put it And you will in Spanish I got to put it and that's I'm working on that now But anyway so what I thought about was people aren't going to want to walk around with the book to follow the outlines you know the system so I got the idea. What I did was with you, the bonus in the book is you print out, you go and you'll see the printed out version. So it's just outline. You print these out. You just stick them in your bucket so you can follow the outline off of here instead of having to drag the book in with you. You know what there I'm saying? That makes sense? Yes, yeah. that's easy. So you don't have to worry about the book. And then, you know, if you get these dirty or whatever. But I will tell you, we're going back to the system is that. After the third time, I don't think anybody is going to really need, I think two, three, the most times of having to refer back to the printout because it's intuitive. Everything is you start in a circle, you work from top to bottom, you know, you'll get it. And then after that, you'll never have to refer back to this. Can, but can I, I give a tip, a quick tip? Please. Do, do not dust and then vacuum. Yeah. vacuum. Vacuum first and then dust because the vacuum picks up dust. But, it's double, but it's double work. If you have a good vacuum with a HIPAA filter, it's going to suck that up. But here's the thing. The reason why you want to do dust first, Ron, is because it falls. No, the not dust, in my house. We live in Palm Springs. The sand the blows dust, the all over. <laughs> no, we don't have dust. We have sand. Fine but, sand. But you know what? You're, you're doing a great job at making a point, a really good point. That is what I'm trying to say. 
if that's what works for you, that's what you need to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I yep. love you anyway. Whatever you say, I adore you. <laughs> I, love I, think, you I think you're wonderful. And I think your book has definitely got to be on somebody's, um, on our coffee table, signed That's by awesome. you. That's awesome. I appreciate it. But yeah, so so when you get to the system, so the, the second part of the book is when you get to the nitty gritty, you get to the system, it's going to help free up your weekends. It's going to give you more time to think about yourself and your family, whatever it is you want to do, you know? And, um, and, 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 and I believe that we all deserve more time. Right. Absolutely. And going back to the whole COVID and also thing, another thing, don't be a slob, put it back where it belongs. This way you don't have to rearrange organize, as She said, yeah. uh, if you pick up after yourself and if you tidy up, you don't have to put eight, eight hours. Who the frick uh, cleans? No, you don't. Hours? Not if you read her book and nobody does. I never did eight hours. I kill myself. What are you nuts? <laughs> I want, I can't wait to read your book. I really mean it. It's going to be a hoot. Oh, I would love some feedback. I really would love. Oh, some you feedback. will get you next time yeah. you come on. We'll find out how well you did. Yeah. Yeah. And I but want I'm to saying see if like, your system like, works about what people think, you know, about what people think about the book and how the system changed their lives. Cause it literally will. And the well, other you thing should, you should really write about Italian people. Italian people have this thing about cleaning. It's like, oh my God, you got to clean. Somebody's coming. Company's like coming. Terry. You got to clean, and that house got to be spotless. Lu Wong came to our house for dinner, and the first thing she said when she walked in was, "Oh my God, your home is immaculate." And that's the truth. Well, am I lying? That's the first thing Su Wong said. Yes, she said it, except for that, like, we spent hours cleaning. <laughs> well, of course we did. No, we didn't. No, no, we made it better because we have guests. Now talk about that. If you're having guests, what should you? Oh, do? we only have a minute, so let's oh, no, talk I want about more. You go, you can run over a little. We can't bit. run over the show ends. I There's love another her. Show. You're coming back. You're <laughs> yeah, coming we'll back. You're coming back. So anyway, tell. We have one minute. But do so. that. Do that about uh, what I just said. You guys, this is Pauline. Pauline Irene Stacy. The, uh, the name of the book is No Time to Clean. Listen to Pauline. Yeah. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can go to her website, paulineirenestacy.com. She's got a blog on there and she has a great article about um, bad lingering smells coming out of your microwave and how to, like, <laughs> how to and how you clean the bad smells from oh, your you're microwave. Back. You are coming um, back. So you, <laughs> no question you about definitely it. want to go check out paulineirenestacy.com. Get this book. It'll save you five hours a week cleaning and you can hey, go Pauline, have a life. Pauline, follow me, at, follow Pauline. me on Instagram and Facebook because I give so many more tips. Big time. Pauline, we book way in advance. So if one of our guests falls through because of illness or something, can we call you and you'll substitute? Done. Done. You're on. The, you're on next. You're our next substitute. Next. You got like love it. So you guys. And I want to know about this cleaning. This bullshit. is Pauline Irene <laughs> Stacy. Everybody, follow her on Instagram. We want to thank you for coming on. Everybody, buy the book. It's a fabulous book. And uh, and that's it because we got to go. And you know who you look like? A good friend of ours, Lara Spencer. Oh. Maybe say good morning, America. You look oh. like Lara. You do. Oh, I hope that's a compliment. <laughs> oh, do you, don't, do you don't know who Lara is? From I don't. Morning? She's a very beautiful blonde. She's my daughter's best friend. I'm going to look her up. <laughs> Lara, yes, look her up. You've never watched Good Morning America with Lara Spencer? Yeah, I don't watch TV. Oh, I'm well, working. Okay. I'm working. You're too She's busy working. cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not busy cleaning. The cleaning's all done. <laughs> hey, good for you. She's just busy. I love it. I love it. Good Thank you, Pauline. Bye-bye, everybody. Good luck with your book. Yeah. Hey, chat room. Right. Thanks, every, thanks everybody book. in the chat room. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Roxy. You guys. Bye -bye, we'll see everybody, everybody next week. Bye-bye. And Terry, hugs and you and John.
Bye. 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 the mix yeah we in the mix it's another episode here we go the jimmy star show with ron russell interviewing the hottest news that you was up to the celebrities make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly jimmy star he's the king of cool ron russell he's a gorgeous dude chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the jimmy star show with ron russell come watch it live on w4cy radio miss some past episodes download on itunes the jimmy star show with ron russell it's the jimmy star show Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.